0: Good morning, good evening, (laughs) good afternoon for all of my people that are on the other side of the world. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, your most humble host, Delta, coming back at you for Midnight Prayer Watch Live. How are y'all feeling today? I am just excited because we are able to come back to you one more again to be able to get this midnight prayer watch popping everybody. the most powerful weapon that we have in our arsenal and we're going to talk about this arsenal that we are equipped with to be able to stand in these evil times is prayer is the word of God is what he's given us to say this is how. You overcome the stuff you can't see because all anxiety and depression is, is stuff that we cannot see, everybody. We can't even see it. Like it's, it's, I think I was saying this last week. Anybody that tuned into to me last week and was on the watch last week, listen, anxiety and depression doesn't change what's around you. It's everything that's happening inside of you. So nothing externally has taken place. Nothing in your environment, nothing has physically touched you. Nothing has changed in front of you. Nothing has has affected you that you are, have. there's an event that has taken place. It's all internal. Am I making this plain for somebody? It's all inside of your head. Has anybody ever heard this expression? Get out of your head. Get out of your mind, get out of your own thoughts, get out of your own way. And I'm telling y'all like Midnight Prayer Watch was born from my own struggle and challenge with anxiety and depression. But I just wanna let you know that there is freedom (laughs) on the other side and it is readily available to you and it's literally waiting for you to come into agreement with it and break those demonic cycles with anxiety and depression. Okay. And this season, I felt like, you know, our our previous seasons, we were really focused on giving people an opportunity just to have a place for prayer and whatever is happening in your particular life. And we are absolutely there it's just this focal point in the season the lord is really impressed upon me that it's a lot of us struggling with depression and anxiety and who can blame us <laughs> okay <laughs> who can blame us so i just want to you know reach out and touch somebody this season okay like reach out and and help y'all understand that a sister knows what you're going through right now okay am i talking to the mom That's looking at her children like you would you are you are possessed little demons out here. Okay, am I talking to the dad that's out here trying to figure out why his little girl is so boy crazy and can't stop watching Cardi B? Am I talking to the parents that are struggling with their household and trying to get the divine order going in the right fashion? Who am I talking to tonight, y'all? Who is struggling with this depression and anxiety? And don't let me get on this anxiety train, y'all. The anxiety has just been rampant lately because how many other things in the world is the world's gonna come up with for us to be afraid of? And uh, again, our focus is continuing the same uh, prayer point that we had last week on depression or anxiety and or anxiety because, as I was saying, you know, I think it's just it's just a lot out here that is continuing to I I, I wanna say depress us, but people don't even realize that they're depressed. Mm. And I was definitely one of those people that was just putting on a face when I got up in the morning and went to my job and you know, tried to make money for my family. And and then I, I had to what they call i had to you know suck it up buttercup and, and go get the money and go get these bags and then come back and then when you're alone what happens everything just starts to fall down and crush you and and fall down and 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 just crumble like everything all the energy you had to use to be able to fake the funk all day so people wouldn't even know what you were really going through Sis, bro, am I talking to you right now? For you to have to get up and fake to your family that everything is all right. To fake to your children that, you know, mommy is still in a good place. Mommy can play with you right now, but then you in the bathtub trying to get away from them because you, all those emotions are built up and now you're just trying to cry. And now you can do is cry. Or it comes out in a different way and then you regret that way. Or Am I talking to a son that feels rejected because he hasn't had an opportunity to show how he really can contribute to the world? Am I talking to a daughter that has a dream that she felt like was rejected or she felt like she didn't get the amount of support? You didn't get the amount of support, sis, in your dream. That's no reason to feel depressed. That's no reason to feel like you can't continue to do what you are called to do because it's purpose in your DNA. Who am I talking to tonight? Y'all, I don't know. The the Lord is just moving right now and saying there's people that are being called to the carpet tonight because you are in this space. You may not be tuning in live. You may be listening in after the live session. Who is out here right now? Who is feeling the move of the Holy Spirit right now that's tugging at your heart and that's saying maybe that's me, sis. Or I didn't know that I was in that place. I'm right here with you. Listen, I've been there. I continue to have to ask the Lord to get my thoughts together. Oh my goodness, my thoughts. like I'm talking about those, those vain imaginations, like things that are happening in the world today that can feel so minuscule, but then for some reason, the walls start closing in on you at midnight. (laughs) I don't know if I'm talking to anybody, but it's like you're good during the day. And maybe I didn't, I I was up late last night because I couldn't sleep at night. Who am I talking to? Because when it's dark, I cannot go to sleep because the anxiety is keeping me awake. The thoughts and the fear is keeping me up that I got to wait until the new day breaks that I'm over here tired in the morning because I couldn't even go to sleep last night. And when the new day breaks is when I actually am getting some rest because then I actually feel like there's some kind of peace that I can rest in. But oh, we know that terror starts at night, that there is night pestilence, that there is terror walking in the darkness. But our God has told us that he will not leave us or forsake us that he is not putting us in a place where we would be ensnared by the fowler. He's already rescued us from that snare. And I'm telling y'all right now, who am I talking to that's dealing with this anxiety tonight? That these things that are for some reason amplified at night, okay, it's a spiritual thing. I don't wanna go all the way into deep, deep, details, but it's a spiritual thing on why this is like this shift that happens, like I'm cool during the day, And that thought was there, but for some reason, it gets like magnifies times 10. And then at night, I'm over here like thinking a little small pebble is a whole mountain that's coming crashing down on me, okay? I'm going to tell y'all from experience, I used to get this thing at night where for some reason, I would feel like somebody was trying to break into the house I don't know I, I could be in the house all day by myself during the day and it'd be just like a regular day for some reason or I'd leave the house and come back in the house and just be good or whatever and then for some reason when it got dark and it was getting night and it wasn't just like 8 p.m 9 p.m like we're talking about like really nighttime, like 11, 1 o'clock in the morning, around this time frame, am I hitting somebody? But then for some reason at night, I would be like, I feel like somebody in the house. (laughs) I don't know. It was feeling like an intruder was coming into my home. And this would just create the most frantic fear that would just make me feel so like alert like I'm saying all my senses would be on 10 and I would be listening like has anybody listened so hard that your head start hurting like I'm, I'm just putting it all out there for y'all okay who was dealing with this type of anxiety tonight I don't know holy spirit tell me keep going so when I'd be listening in so hard my head would start hurting then I turn the tv down oh who sleeps with the tv because you don't want to hear the bump in the night and the creaks in the in the steps and stuff like that. Okay, that was me all day. I had ESPN on. Okay, I had Sports Center, the highlights, everything going, and it couldn't be too loud because I still was trying to get some sleep, but just enough volume where I couldn't hear what was going on behind closed doors. Okay, behind the other side of my bedroom door. <laughs> so you sitting there, and I'm I'm listening. And then now I'm sitting up because I didn't heard something again. <laughs> I didn't heard something like, uh-uh, uh-uh, what is that? That was something. Okay. How many of y'all know that when you're listening for something, you're going to hear it. <laughs> you're going to hear it when you listening for it. Okay. Who's dealing with this anxiety tonight? And then from there, it was like, okay, now my whole mind is just exploding with everything that's happening on the other side of my door ain't nothing changed in the room, y'all. Ain't nothing changed in the house. I I didn't have this time where it got so bad that I called the police and I was like, somebody in the house. I don't know how I know, but somebody in the house, you better come get them because I'm not leaving my room until you figure this out. (laughs) Okay. And they came. And they walked around the premises. They drove around the neighborhood. They was like, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm telling you, I heard somebody coming up the steps. What What do you think is this is going on with? What do you think? I'm just making stuff up. And then they was like, okay, ma'am, so just you know, make sure you lock your door. We'll have a patrol out, the standard blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, when they were there, I was cool. Then as soon as they left, the same thing happened. The same thing happened. I'm telling who who is going to get free from anxiety this season? Okay, who is going to claim that that anxiety? First, you got to identify what it is. All right, who who am I talking to tonight about this anxiety that is creating this this fear, this this feeling of of, of not being in power, not being able to walk in authority? Who is going to get free tonight? Who's going to get free after you listen to this? Who's like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being tired in the morning. I'm tired of having to get up and go to work late because, oh my goodness, I don't know how many times I've been called and said, yeah, I'm going to be there uh, about an hour later tonight (laughs) or today rather, because I just could not get enough sleep. Somebody out here, somebody, let me me help y'all with this, okay? Because this is this is where I'm driving to with tonight's anxiety and depression prayer point. It's all about knowing what has already been done, done past tense to deliver you from all of the enemy's plots, plans, ploys, and schemes, from everything that the enemy could send your way, you are equipped. Okay, equipped with every single tool you'll need in order to fight the good fight of faith, in order to stand when the enemy comes against you. Because when it comes to the relationship that the devil has with trying to come at you, okay. with the fact that the devil is connected to you is like, what did I do to you? What happened? I don't even know you, bro. What's going on? All right. But what I think people may be minimizing is the fact that there's a true hatred for our Lord, God, Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay. The, the one who we serve, the most high, the devil hates God, okay? We know that's why he got, he was trying to get up above higher than him and the Lord was like, oh, what you doing? Whoosh, pushed him down to the earth, third of the angels fell, all that kind of, you know, you're going into eternal damnation, whatever. <clears throat> so long story short, that hatred for the Lord is so deep that it translates to us because the Lord loves us so much that the devil wants to see anything that the Lord loves. Who, who do I got to stop for right now? Just, just right now. This is how much Abba loves us is that his enemies is trying to come for the things that he loves the most. Think about it. Okay. In, in terms of the bad guy, good guy movie plot scenario, right? So what happens when the the bad guy is like trying to get to the good guy, but the good guy is kind of like this invincible being. What does he come after? The good guy's wife, kids, shorty, whatever you want to say is the closest thing to the good guy. The bad guy's like, okay, can't get to you. I'm going to get to the one that you love. That's where it hurts you the most. Who am I touching tonight with this analogy? Okay, listen. If it is this relationship that the devil has with us, which is not a direct, it's a it's a it's a a, a translated hate. That's how much the Lord loves us, and so if He loves us that much, do you think He wants you to be tormented? Do you think He really wants you to be depressed? and not being able to live out the purpose-filled life he's placed inside of you? How do you treat your loved ones? Really, like like really, really loved ones. You don't want nothing that's bad for them. You're not gonna put them in a situation or allow them to be in a situation where they're not equipped to overcome that situation. I'm just saying, y'all. This is another opportunity for anybody that's struggling with this depression or anxiety. Am I breaking it down for anybody tonight? Anybody that is struggling with this depression or anxiety, it's not an easy thing to admit. I know. Trust me, I know. It's not even easy for you to recognize yourself. It's so deep that sometimes you try to explain to yourself that you're not depressed. (laughs) You over here deceiving your own self and telling yourself, I ain't depressed. Okay, that's just a bad day. Or I just had a bad moment. Or, you know, I just wasn't feeling it today. You know, I just wasn't feeling like going out and being all sociable and stuff. Or, you know, everybody's scared of everything. You know, everybody got their own little phobias and stuff or, you know, there's, there's this thing out here that everybody's got to have something they fear, right? How many of us out here trying to excuse these demons into our lives? No, tonight we are getting free from these demonic cycles. That's all in your mind. But tonight I'm telling y'all that it is, Enough that everything that's happening, every fear tactic, every strategy of the enemy has to leave tonight because you are being awoken tonight. The Holy Spirit is moving in your heart and convicting you in these areas and is telling you no more. It's saying we want you to get free from this and it's about you. Are you going to pick it up? Are you gonna take up the whole armor and start to stand against these wiles of the devil, these attacks of the devil? Are you gonna be able to exercise your authority to not be in fear, which wasn't created by the Lord, but to be in power, love, and have a sound mind? Are you gonna do it? It gotta start with you. I'm telling you, when I, when I realized that it was just a matter of me choosing and and me breaking this feeling of uh, of of comfort and being in fear, comfort of being in sadness and and depression and and depression. I feel like sometimes gets overused, cliche word, but really feeling like in a place where nobody cared. That that was like literally my life for a long time. And I was just like, you know what? At least I know. Comfortable with it. Comfortable because that was what I knew and I didn't know the other side of that. So I was like, well, at least I know what to expect over here. At least I know to expect that people won't be there for me. Mm. Oh my goodness. who my Who is feeling the freeing tug tonight, okay? Who is feeling it tonight? At least I know what to expect because people won't be there for me. Oh, anybody tuning in last week when we talked about Elijah and Elijah, when he start, when he got scared, what did he do? He ran into isolation and he isolated himself from the people that were there placed in his life to support him. So when it comes to recognizing that you need help, recognizing that you wanna be free from that fear, you wanna be free from that depression. Ooh, I'm just telling y'all like, uh, it's it's it starts with a decision first and it starts with you admitting to yourself that you need help. <laughs> and what better way to admit but then to the savior that has everything we need that he will supply all of our needs, that he is sufficiency, okay? When Elijah ran to the desert, when we talked about this last week, and Elijah ran to the desert, and he was in a place where he felt like he wanted to just say, Lord, take my life, Jezebel coming for me. And the Lord gave him a broom tree in the wilderness, in the desert. And the broom tree, if anybody knows, about kind of the makeup of this tree, it's not like your normal willow tree. That's like, oh, you've got this plethora of shade, and you know you got this oasis, and there's a little bit of water ravine running down. No, this the desert, y'all. This is like picture the burning bush, a little bit bigger, and not on fire. So the broom tree was what I would say. I caught this in the the revelation. Of of reviewing what Elijah was going through, and and we were talking about this last week, and likening it to how we deal with depression, and and then you know how he's able to still provide and come after us more than once to get us to get up. Um, but the broom tree gave us just enough shade. Whoo! El Shaddai comes to mind. Oh, Almighty Sufficiency, you are sufficient for us, Lord. Not too much, not too little, but just enough shade, just enough of the comfort that is required in order to get you through the hard desert times. Hmm, how many of us need that broom tree tonight? I wanted to continue to keep us watching the word like we do a Midnight Prayer Watch and start with why are we talking about armor of God? And for those that've never heard of this before, we're going to take it back to the word so we can keep ourselves washed in the truth and then we'll build on that from the characterization we have here. So in Ephesians 6, we're starting with verse 10. So it says, "Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Ooh, he is very strong, y'all. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the tactics of the devil." We talked about this already, the tactics of the devil. The devil is strategizing against your life. Every single one of us, he's strategizing. He got a plan to take us out, kill, steal, and destroy. Y'all know about that one? All right. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Your battle not against that jab, Your battle is not against your supervisor. (laughs) Your battle is not against that thing that went bump in the night. Your battle is not against the person that's sitting on the stand trying to accuse you of something you didn't do. Your battle is against spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. This is why you must take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day y'all put a pin in that resist in the evil day you so that you may be able to resist in the evil day i must I'm, do i got to say this again resist not that you want to go out there guns blazing throwing grenades <laughs> taking the ak47 out shooting up the place resist in the evil day. And having prepared everything to take your stand, stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest and your feet, sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take the shield of faith. Every situation, use faith. Every situation, use faith. And with it, you will be able to extinguish The flaming arrows of the evil one. How many know that them arrows not just coming to prick you, (laughs) okay? The arrows is not coming to just be a pinch on your skin. They flaming. They trying to take you out, okay? And they trying to take you out this season with that depression and anxiety. Do not underestimate those thoughts in your mind, okay? Okay so will man think it so shall he be so we gotta stop we gotta we gotta take authority over our thoughts first and foremost because that's where the strongholds are created and then we take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is Yah's word Ephesians 6 10 through 17 so going back to my lovely illustration I'm going to put it a little bit bigger on the screen for everybody to see so Again, a little Sunday schoolish, <laughs> a little bit of a, a preschool vibe, but I just thought it was cute for us to understand exactly how all of the pieces of the armor work and for us to understand that each piece plays its part. So like we said in the scripture, we just read in Ephesians 6. Okay, we started in the word, y'all. I'm not just making this up. This is for real. So it says specifically, starting from the belt of truth, that was the first thing that was told to put on the belt of truth. It says, Jesus is the truth that shields you from the devil's fibs, his lies. Anybody don't know what fibs mean? He lying out there to you. How many of us heard them lies already? Told us that we weren't worth nothing. How many of us out there heard those lies that told us that We were in a place that we should have been low, below somebody else. We didn't deserve what that other person had. That's why we didn't get it. Oh, those lies keep going, don't they? All right. So the belt of truth, the first thing that the the word says to put on, to stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist. Then we put on the breastplate of righteousness, like armor on our chest, it says, Jesus has made you right with God and guards your heart. Oh, your heart, which is a wicked thing. <laughs> we started off with the heart that was wicked and it continues to be, and we continue to have to put that heart in check with the Holy Spirit, okay? And then after we put on the breastplate of righteousness, then we're supposed to stand with our feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. So the right foot says, always be ready to talk about Jesus. How many out here being a witness? Share God's peace everywhere. Oh, oh, the other thing that I felt like from a peace perspective that this illustration doesn't talk about is the peace that you go with on the battlefield to know that Jehovah Shalom got your back, okay? Jehovah Shalom is keeping you in place with those feet. All right, I just added that one in there. And then the shield of faith, and then this is where I was saying, in every situation you take the shield of faith is what the word says. And so in the illustration, your faith shield stops all of the devil's tricks. Now, we're not using the shield to go bum rush the enemy. The shield is stopping things from being able to penetrate our armor, penetrate into our skin, penetrate into the areas that we know are vulnerable. The shield, okay? Everybody know the shield is something that is a defensive. Everything thus far has been defensive. We are only resisting, like we said in the beginning of the scripture, the wiles of the devil, okay? And then lastly, we've got the uh, helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. And the helmet of salvation says, knowing Knowing you're saved protects you and sends the devil away. How many of us know that we know that we know that we know that we know we are going to eternity with our father? How many of us know that we are going where we are going after we after our body leaves this earth? How many of us know when that expiration day hits for our body? How many of us know where you're going? And knowing that, how, how many people are out here joyful and happy that just knowing that is a piece of your armor? Just in knowing that I've got a father who's reconciled me back to himself through his son, Jesus, who died on the cross for my sins so that I can have eternity with him. That this is just a a temporary stop in my path to eternity. How many of us know just by that fact that that protects you and sends the devil away? And then, oh, the sword of the spirit. Last, we got the last piece of the armor. And a lot of people take this piece and like, okay, now I can really do some damage (laughs) because we are only but predisposed to thinking that armor is supposed to be meant to go attack the enemy. But did the scripture say that we needed to attack the enemy? Did it say that we needed to do anything to to mount a particular attack, to 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 strategize and, and to mm, get in our war room with just how the enemy is doing and saying this piece, that piece, this needs to go. We need this legion. This is why you must take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day. Resist in the evil day. So now we got the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is what the word of God, and we speak it over our lives. And this is why it's so important. I tell. Everybody, every time on the watch, all the time, you have got to be washed in the word, washed in the word. Because if you are not knowing the word for yourself, if you're relying on your pastor, if you are relying on your bishop, if you are relying on your praise leader, (laughs) if you are relying on your choir director, you are not washing yourself in the word. They are not going to be able to vouch for you, to count for you when it's judgment day. They're not going to be like, you know, they sang really good in the choir that Sunday, Lord. You got to let them in. OK, they got to get a pass for that one. or you're not going to be able to get the pastor to say, you know, they always served in, in the Sunday school and the nursery school and, and were always great volunteers. And God, you know that. Not everybody does that, Lord. No, you got to be the one that's washed in the word, because I'm telling you, being in the word reveals so much because it's truly living water. It truly does fill you and it gives you the, the knowledge and the understanding of the Lord's precepts. So when you are in these attacks, when you are in the midst of the devil trying to knock you down and TKO you, that you like, uh uh-uh, uh, not gonna happen. Let me see. <laughs> Let me scroll through the pages. <laughs> or is it's in your heart, because that's where we ultimately want it to be. We ultimately want to store the word in our heart, and you just out here like uh chopping you down with that first. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any time that rises gets me in judgment, I will condemn. But this is the heritage of the service of the Lord and our righteousness comes from you, God. Or you say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Or you say, I will not die, but live and declare the mighty works of you, Lord. Whew, how many of us have those scriptures written on the tablets of our heart? That's just ready to be like, eh, eh, I don't think so. And guess what? All of the armor is meant for to work together. So that way we are able to claim that victory, which is already won. (laughs) It's already won. It's already in the books, okay? And all it is, it just takes for you to be in a place where you are out here saying to yourself, like, I'm coming into agreement with it, okay? What about that faith we talked about? Well, we need faith. Where well, the Lord says, you cannot even enter the kingdom without faith. So not having faith is, whoo you in a bad place, bro. You in a bad place sis, if you don't even got the faith. But I'm here to encourage you that you can get it and that it is here already. You just got to take it up. You just got to take it up. You just got to start understanding that this word is For you and that what the Lord has already put on your heart and what the Lord has already quickened you to to be predisposed to doing for you to do, oh, this comes so easy for me. That's purpose in you. And then he's created, he's your maker and he already knew, he foreknew you, meaning that he, before you were formed in the womb, before you were actually made and fashioned, He had a purpose and he foreknew it. And then he created you. (laughs) Didn't anybody catch that? That there was a purpose, a design already. He went into the shop and said, I need this to happen. And then he said, hmm, let me create this person, sis. Let me create this person, brother. And then boom, here you come in your mother's womb. Is anybody feeling like you you had that you had that sequence a little wrong? I had to catch that too this week, okay? I had to catch that too. Like, oh, wait a second. So you're not saying like I came and then you planted the purpose in me and was like, okay, go do now. No, he already said that purpose was there. And then he formed you around that purpose to then bring that out. And how many of us out here? are in a place where even now you're struggling with this depression or this anxiety and saying, I just, I just feel like I, I don't know what my purpose is. I was there as like, I don't know why I'm here. Why am I here, Lord? Like Elijah, take me, Lord. I don't know what else is there to do. Why am I here? And I don't think I'm making it, God, but I'm submitting to y'all tonight that there is purpose in every single one of you. Everybody was created to do and to manifest something for our heavenly father. And what we cannot do, what we will not do is allow the enemy to undo our belief in that. And so I just thank y'all again. And allowing me to pray for you tonight again, um, to, to break these strongholds of of demonic cycles and this anxiety and depression. And just a really quick, um, uh, I know I've been, uh, I've been teaching a little bit tonight, just sharing my own testimony, really. As I said, the uh, Holy Spirit led me to, but definitely want to just, um, just go into quick prayer, um, and, and be respectful of your time as we close out the watch. So, uh, but we just thank you for, Everybody that's tuning in tonight, we thank you for even those that tune in later on. Father, that are continuing the battle in their minds with pressure, with depression, and with anxiety, with feeling like they're not worthy. They're feeling like their value is not here on this earth, uh, or feeling the fear, Father God, that grips them at certain times that they are even hiding from themselves. Father, we just thank you for bringing the people. Uh, two Midnight Prayer Watch that you meant to bring here, Father God, for your word to wash over their, their hearts, to penetrate into their their minds, Lord, and for you to just get the increase, Father God, to release, Lord, the the feeling that they've been feeling so long that there is a freedom, there is a deliverance on the other side of this If they would just believe, if they would just relinquish to you, Father God, the opportunity to come in and to do the work that you have already said you would complete inside of them. Lord, I pray right now for those hearts, those hearts of your sons and daughters, Lord, that you are touching this season, that you even now, the son of my voice, are, are giving them the courage to step out of their place of low of their place of fear and that you are telling them that they are a a son and a daughter of the most high and there is nothing to fear. They are a son and a daughter of the most high and they have an identity that is written (laughs) in the stars That they are a, a, a seed of Abraham and that they will be fruitful and multiply and that anywhere that they touch, Father God, anything they touch will be blessed. And we just thank you, Lord, for uh, what you're going to do in advance to these people. That this is just the beginning for them in their season, their journey um, to to be delivered from 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 depression and from anxiety. And that in this beginning, Father God, you are revealing to them what steps to take to partner with you to get free, to bring the right people in their lives to surround them with support, Father God, that can only come from you because you love us so much and that you don't want for us, Lord, to fail. You don't want for us to not bring forth your purpose. You want for us to uphold your name, to magnify and glorify your name, that you have already placed inside of us a DNA of overcoming spirits. You have already placed inside of us a DNA that is in your image, that was made after you, Father God, and that you continue to shape and mold us into what you have created us to be. And Lord, I declare that everyone that is seeking your face this season and and seeking deliverance and, and complete healing from anxiety and depression will receive that victory in Yahshua's name. We thank you, Father. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. And it's in your mighty name we pray. Yahshua Hamashiach. Amen. I know that it's um it's a season where this is just not this is just a heavy subject. And I talked about this last week that we're nearing the um the annual uh, suicide awareness month in October, and it's just <laughs> it it continues to just way heavy on my heart because as someone that has struggled with suicide ideation, I I just hope that um, you will choose and know that you have a decision to make and you will choose life. You will choose life because it was given to you as a gift. And every day we breathe is a gift. Every day that we wake up and we live and we're able to have breath in our lungs is the grace of our Father when we were just sinners, okay, in need of a Savior. And then, as always, on Midnight Prayer Watch, if this is something that you have felt in the watch at all that has just touched you in some way, shape, or form that I cannot even see, that I could not even fathom or imagine, then we know that that's Holy Spirit moving in you. And if you have not given your life over to Yahshua and have admitted that you are a sinner and that you need a savior, then we're happy to walk you through the salvation prayer and pray along with us for anyone that's hearts being touched during this particular watch, or even as you have been um, maybe led to, maybe this is not the first seed that's been planted. Maybe this is, Let's say water being planted on that seed, and in this salvation prayer, we wanted to stand in agreement with you to just make it, make it seal the deal tonight. Okay, know where you're going. Uh, if <clears throat> if you were to die today, do you know where you are going? This is what my pastor used to say all the time. We're like, oh, it's it's such a it's such a heavy question. You know, kind of cuts right to the juggler, but it is what it is. Cause that's, that is what it is. So uh, say this prayer along with me, y'all. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now and coming again. I confess you as my Lord and personal savior, Jesus come into my heart and save me now in your name. I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, if that was you just now, and you were just in a place where you felt like, Hey, I needed to go there. I needed to get in, um, into, written into the lamb's book of life. We are so happy for you. We are so excited for you. And we know we're not the only ones rejoicing. Okay. All of heaven is rejoicing right now. And just stay, stay close to the father. And the first step is to understand now, what do you do as you've been added to the kingdom and you've been reconciled back to the Lord through Christ Jesus? Now, what's the charge? We have support groups happening so any ladies that are looking for a support group a community of ladies that is seeking the start of healing on this journey from anxiety depression or negative thinking uh, feel free to connect with us. So our our affiliate um, partnership with Smart jewels Enterprises, they are continuing their men's King's Bible study weekly, every Sunday evening, where if you're looking as a brother in Christ to just get connected to other men, uh, other kings that are building and that are worshiping and that are serving and just supporting each other, oh, this is the place for you. So uh, calling all our kings, sign up, at flow.page slash jewels, uh, that group is doing amazing things. And from what I hear, they're even planning to get together very soon. They, um, there's a few different men that are around the states and uh, even just a small get-together just to kind of be around each other and, and do the, the guy thing, I guess you could say. <laughs> so if you are looking at um, joining a community of men or women, then you've got a couple of different resources here that you can go ahead and tap into. Stay up, prayer watchers. Stay watched in the word. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.